Well, 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 welcome to another episode of the Fearless Parody Podcast Show. You know, parody doesn't come with a manual. It either does parody a child, preteen, or teenager. In fact, parody is very scary. It can cause every parent out there to be fearful, me included. The goal, the purpose of this podcast is to provide you with information and resources that help you overcome family life struggles difficulties and challenges and to be able to parent fearlessly. So every week we provide information and resources to help grow your parental leadership while growing the leadership of your child, preteen, or teenager. In short, we are here to help you and your children become the best versions of yourselves. So get ready and dive right in to today's episode. Hey, moms, dads, guardians, we're back one more time with Rachel Murphy. I want to remind you, she's the main host of the Raising Confident Teens podcast, and she's also the author of the newly released book, I Am Not Your ATM, A Practical Plan for Teaching Your Teen How to Manage Money. One more time, give it up for Rachel Murphy. Hey, Rachel, thanks for being back with me once again. And I do have a couple of uh, wrap-up questions I'd like to put forth to you. Yeah, thanks. I'm I'm having fun talking to you, Stan. <laughs> hey, uh, I, every time I read that title to that book, you know, I'm not your ATL. That uh, that is a brilliant title. I think that that's going to resonate with parents big time. And parents, I encourage you to go out and get this book. Uh, you know what? You don't have to be perfect. No one's asking you to be perfect. Uh, you made mistakes regarding money when you were younger, but there's no need for your kids to have to go through life making the same mistake. You've already been there. They can have the benefit of your experience. And so don't feel inadequate. If you made mistakes, you have the skills to teach your kids how to manage money because you can tell them what not to do. And so, Rachel, let me ask you, what does a parent do, mom, dad, or guardian, when their teen makes a stupid money decision? And, and that is going to happen. Yeah, it is. You let them. You <laughs> let them do it. And you don't bail them out because so many parents, they they can't handle the, oh, my kid's upset. You know, it's better for them to be upset now when they're 13, 14, than, you know, they're out on their own and they've made a big mess up. You know, I'd rather them learn how to deal with disappointment and figuring out problem solving. You know, my, my kids will come to me and they'll be like, you know, I really want to do this, but I don't have any money. And I'll be like, huh. That's, that's, that's tough. But then I'll, I mean, I, I'm not so hard that I just say good luck, but I'm like, let, can we think of something we can do for you to come up with some more money? Right. Let's, let's brainstorm and think up some way. Um, one of my kids, you know, I have five kids, so like mom can't shell out money for everything. And, you know, they'd want to go on a school trip and I'd be like, yeah, I'm fine with you going, <clears throat> I'm fine with you going, but you need to come up with the money. And so they'd be like, well, can I post on your Facebook page that I'm making, you know, Sopapilla cheesecake 
um, chocolate chip cookies, peanut butter pie, and that this is how much it's going to cost. And I'm taking orders and I'll deliver and I'll be like, yeah, fine. You know, go ahead and do that. Entrepreneurs got to love it. Yeah. Yeah. They've all, most of them have had businesses. Um, But, you know, they, they need to know that we trust them enough to figure things out. You know, so many kids just have absolutely no confidence in themselves because mom and dad are always coming in and rescuing them. And your kids need to learn skills because the skills is what's going to give them the confidence. And and the practical application of those skills, like you said in the uh, previous episode, being able to do it in an environment whereas if they make a mistake, it's not fatal. Right. But if they get out of the household and they make those mistakes, it it could be fatal. It, it, it could hurt them, hurt their credit, and do so much negative damage to them. Whereas if they're in the household, hey, simple mistake, stand up, brush it off, and let's go back and try this again. Right. So I, I love that. So when they make a stupid decision <laughs> or they are the Principles of making a stupid decision, go ahead and let them make it. Uh, you know, Rachel, I'm reminded my, my daughter came to me and she got a dent in her um in her back bumper. And she it, she brought me out, pointed it to me, and I looked at it, and I went, What'd you learn from that? <laughs> yeah. Not to do it again, all right? Because that's all you. And then I left. She goes, but there's not going to be, you, you're not upset. I, I what? That's not what I expected. I said, you're an adult now. You make these type of things, you're going to have to take care of it. What else do I need to say? Yeah. Scream and we, yeah. we don't want our kids to fear making mistakes. You know, mm-hmm. I have learned my greatest lessons from my mistakes. And I have, it took me a long time to really get where failure doesn't bother me. But, you know, I don't remember if I've told you this, but um, about 12 years ago, um, our family went on this adventure to build our own log home out in the woods. And we had no experience. Nobody in our family is in construction. We took a two-day class. We flew to Seattle, took a two-day class and came home. And we pretty much had to YouTube or Google or ask on the forums, what do we do? You know, And that whole experience was such so life-changing for me because you get yourself backed into a wall like that where you have to figure it out. Like nobody will buy a half built log home. You have to figure it out. Right. And we would come up against some challenge repeatedly. You know, we over all the time we were having challenges and we would just, you know, sometimes we'd be like, I want to quit, but then we'd be like, we got to figure it out. Right. Yeah, so quitting wasn't an option. So I learned so much about failure and learning to problem solve. And our kids grew up watching us do that and participating with us. And that became the seed for all that we do now because we were afraid. We're like, are we ruining our kids? Are they going to need therapy because we're expecting too much from them? You know, Because they were working with us, um, laying sod, staining wood, you know, all kinds of stuff. So. Don't 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 let them fear failure. Let them see you make mistakes and just own up to them and say, hey, what are we going to like you said, what are we going to learn from this? How are we going to figure this out? How are we going to do better next time? 
Well, that leads me to my next question. You talk about the confidence and competence loop. Can you tell us a little bit more about that and how this concept relates to preteens and teens? Yeah, um, I figured that one out accidentally. Like I said, you know, we we taught our kids. (laughs) (laughs) A lot of it's trial and error. Um, We were worried about ruining our kids, but instead they really, really thrived when they learned all of these skills that we were teaching them. And so I knew, I, I was like, there is some connection here. I don't know what it is, but, but there's some kind of connection here between them, the way they act and them learning all those skills. And then we, we went ahead and named our, we used to be called Be Daring Life, but that's that's a different story because it turns out there was an adult bookstore <laughs> with a very similar name as our as our podcast. So we had to change the name. Um, just talking about mistakes, um, but we 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 renamed it Raising Confident Teens, and because I felt like there was some kind of a link there. And then probably six months later, I was listening to Brendan Bouchard, who is. Uh, he teaches a lot of like life skills, uh, coaching stuff, uh, like productivity, all kinds of stuff like that. Um, but he was talking about this thing called the confidence competence loop, which I had never heard of. And it's an actual real thing. If you Google it, you'll see all kinds of articles written about it. Um, and it says that the more we learn, when we learn skills, we become more confident and when we become more confident, you know, we we become more competent. I'm sorry. And when we become more competent, we become more confident. And that gives us the willingness to learn more skills. You know, it doesn't even have to be in the same thing. It might be, oh, I learned to play the guitar. Now I'm more willing to learn how to cook, right? Or I'm more, it just, it, it transfers all across, you know, any new skill. So the more competent I become, the more confident I become, and the more willing I am to try something else. And then I learn that skill, and I become more confident, which makes me more confident. And it just keeps building on itself and building on itself. And so when you say, I just want my kids to play and have fun, and they, you know, be kids, you know, I get that my kids, my kids play and have fun. They, they're in sports, one of them loves to go out airsoft and with the boys, right? but they also need to learn skills. Absolutely. Right. And that will make them more confident, competent, which will make them more confident. Um, You know, I I feel like you were talking about driving and I use this illustration a lot for, you know, when we're teaching our kids to drive, we normally start out in the church parking lot. Right. And then we might move to a subdivision and then we'll move to a road that's not very busy and then we'll have them go into town and then we'll go on the interstate. Right. And then we'll go to Atlanta. But a lot of people, this is how they kind of teach their kids about money. We'll start in the parking lot. I'm going to talk to them a little bit about, Oh, we've got three jars or envelopes, giving, saving, spending, you know, you save 10%, you give 10% and you get to spend the rest, which is not how adult life works. You don't get to blow 80% of your money. And then we go, they go from the parking lot and then they kind of just get thrown onto the Atlanta freeway in the rain at night. Right. 
<laughs> and they had nothing in between. You know, you know, like the way we teach, they learn reconciling, they learn budgeting, and they start with just one or two categories, and we add more categories every year. So that by the time they graduate, they have 12, 15 categories. But kids that don't do that, you have not taught them anything. They they may get their bank statement. There's 50 debits on there. Oh my word, what do I do? You know, I didn't work up to this at all. You know, I have no, you know, we need to think about transitioning, transitioning right? Yeah. From point A to point B to where they get to that point to where they're on the uh, Atlanta highway in the middle of the night and driving rain that it, it's not a problem for them because they right. worked up to that level. <laughs> I love your driving analogy. Well, Bob's and dads, we we reached the end of uh, our, our podcast segment here. Uh, Rachel has been a, a wonderful guest. Rachel, one more time, uh, tell them where they can find you. And as a reminder, parents, we are going to have the links that she's about to tell you. We are going to have those on the podcast description. Right. And I just want to say thank you so much for having me on, Stan. You're doing such great work helping parents. All right, thank you. you I know, appreciate that. We all have to help each other. <laughs> yep, absolutely. Um, you can go to rachelmurphycoaching.com slash fearless. And there will be, um, I'll have a spending tracker on there, a free, a free spending tra- tracker you can download. So if you're like, Hey, I'm really interested in this. What would be my first step? I would say download that spending tracker and just start keeping track of what you spend money on for your kids. So you can kind of start thinking about what would this look like? You know, don't don't run out. You listen to the podcast. I'm going to run out and say, hey, kids, I'm changing the way we're doing things. Just be <laughs> mindful about this and think about, you know, what would this look like in our family? Let me just start keeping track of. Slowly step into it like the driving analogy, you know, start out in a parking lot first. <laughs> Right, right. Um, so just go there. And I also have uh, my three favorite finance books for teens that you can you can check out that um, on there, too. All right, then. Well, Bob's and dads, again, uh, I want to thank you for taking out of your time to listen to this podcast today. God bless. Well, that concludes another awesome episode Please, please check out the podcast description where you'll find links to family and parenting resources. And I want to thank you, moms, dads, and guardians, for listening to today's Fearless Parenting Podcast. I truly hope you enjoyed today's show and that it added value to you and your family. And I want to leave you with something that was what said by two-time Nobel Prize recipient Marie Curie, who once said that nothing in life is to be feared. It's only to be understood. Now is the time to understand more so that we may fear less. That is why we have this show, to help you understand more about parenting so that you can fear less. So I want to challenge you, like I always do, to go forth and fearlessly parent. God bless.